Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table and joining me for another episode of this podcast. I started this podcast coming up on five years ago. We are now over 450 episodes and we are on our way to the big number 500 later on this year. And I am really excited that uh, I created this podcast. I had no idea I would stick with it for so long. I had no idea of the amount of connections it would bring me, the opportunities that have come my way because of the little community that we have created here. Uh, it's small, but it's mighty. I would welcome you to go over to the Facebook page and you can follow us at Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I also have a YouTube channel that all of these podcasts, the audio version of them, posts to. I'll be really honest, I just came back from uh, an intensive lab about using video to promote your business, and my YouTube channel is currently kind of just a big hodgepodge of stuff. I don't do anything that the experts teach, uh, but I'm in the process of trying to fix sort of what I'm doing, creating playlists so that the podcast can go into one list, and uh, things I talk about potential can go into something else, and then things to promote my speaking business can be yet in another one. I haven't figured all that out yet, but I have a favor to ask. Uh, go over to YouTube and follow, subscribe to my channel. Uh, I have found out that uh, one of the greatest things that one can do with a YouTube channel is actually have people who are subscribers, and I've never paid much attention to that. So uh, I'm working on that, and uh, I'm going to be posting some really interesting videos about how to manage your potential. And I think that's something that really can resonate with all of us. The whole topic, the, the new keynote that I have, the paradox of potential, it grew out of conversations that I had with the guests on this show and the listeners of this show. So I feel there's a huge connection between cool things entrepreneurs do and my speaking business and how I work with groups on really focusing on potential. So I'd appreciate it if you'd go over and do that. It would be a, just kind of one of those great uh, little favor things that you could do for me, uh, make me very happy. So before we get started with today's show, hey, let me thank the first sponsor. Now, now many of you, you offer physical products to your fans and your customers, but we all know that dealing with that stuff is hard and it sucks up all your time going to the post office. That's why you need to work with my friends at Amplifier, because they blend order fulfillment, screen printing, and on-demand production into a single self-service platform that you control. And I know all about working with them because that's where we get the t-shirts that many of you have bought that are the Try New Things t-shirts. So you can go over to trynewthings.shop. You can buy a t-shirt and the people at Amplifier, they're going to print it, they're going to mail it, they're going to take care of all of it for me because they integrate with the e-commerce shop and they drive any type of uh, connection that I have with selling those shirts. They are great for big companies, but also small individual entrepreneurs like myself. And on-demand means no inventory risk. Uh, the shirts get printed as you order them. So jump over to amplifier.com slash cool things and sign up today because they are great to work with. So today, I just want to talk to you. I want to talk to you a little bit about curious questions. So I have tried really hard in the last year as I've been working on my own potential and, and closing in on that gap between potential and performance of trying to ask myself some important questions. So I have a list of 10 questions that I try, I, I don't succeed, 
but I try to make sure I'm asking myself every day about all the projects that I'm working on. Because if you're an entrepreneur or if you work for a business, you know there's a lot of things you have to do. My to-do list gets crazy long, and I'm a solopreneur. I don't have anyone else kind of helping me along the way. So I'm always trying to decide what's the most important project to work on. And as I said in the intro, a lot of that now is going to focus around creating some new videos, having some things that are going to bring interesting uh, uh, video to life that can actually answer these questions of how do you navigate that paradox of potential? So that's one of my big focuses moving forward for the rest of this year. But a lot of that comes out of the questions that I ask. And so I personally have developed a list of 10 questions that keep me curious. I call them my curious questions, and it's focused around my work. But I really believe that you could ask yourself these same—you could ask yourself these same questions in regards to your personal life. So I'm just going to rattle through them kind of quickly. This is probably going to be a pretty short episode. I'll also create a page on TomSinger.com. Uh, it'll be under TomSinger.com/podcast/curious-questions. And you can go and, and find these. You can copy and paste them and use them however you want. So the first question is, I ask myself every single day, what really matters? Do you ever feel like you live in a world where there's so many distractions? There's so much information at, coming at you. There's information, information coming at you from your phone, from your desktop, from your tablet, uh, from your laptop, you've got information coming at you through the radio, you've got information coming through you from the television, you have information coming from your husband, from your wife, from your kids, from your parents, from your coworkers, from your clients, from your vendors. It's just information, 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 information. So every day I try to start out by just thinking, what really matters? And that's true both for my business and my personal life. Because there's so many things that you can be just sucked into that vortex of nothingness for. And I have to ask myself, does this matter? And so I look at my to-do list all the time and I say, what really matters? And I just move things off to today's list that really make a difference. And so uh, earlier this week, it was tax day and I had some money that had to get in the mail. It had to go out Monday. It had to be postmarked. That really mattered because I didn't want that to be late. So that was one of the things that really mattered. Uh, I signed up two new clients. I'm going to be speaking at two conferences coming up here actually relatively soon. And in both cases, I had to get a contract out to them because I'll tell you, there's a little secret. It's not really a closed deal until you have a signed contract. So that really mattered. It was really important. Plus, I've been on the road a lot lately, and I've been doing a lot of stand-up comedy. So I've been out at night. And so actually spending some time just in the kitchen talking to my wife, that really mattered. So I think that's a really important question. So I have that one as my top question every single day is what really matters. When you ask that question, it clears away a lot of the bullshit that we all have to deal with over and over again. So the second question, what brings joy? Think about that for a minute. What can you do that's going to bring some happiness to you? If you listen to this show regularly, you know I talk a lot about the fact that I made a decision when I was 50 that I was going to do things that made age 50 to 75 the best years of my life. Now, I didn't have a bad life from like age one to age 50. In fact, I had a pretty good life. I, I was privileged. I had really good parents who, who worked hard to, to be good parents, and, and they loved me, and they never left a day go by where I didn't feel that. Um, however, I also fell into the trap that so many people fall into, and that is doing what was expected of me. 
Uh, you know, I, I went to college because my parents expected me. What I wanted to do was go to Hollywood and be an actor or a comedian or, or something along those lines, an entertainer. But I followed the path that was sort of expected. And then you get married and you have children and, you know, you have a mortgage and, and there's certain things that you have to do. And, and I was good at it. I had a corporate job that I worked in several jobs for 20 years, but I had my ladder against the wrong wall. I don't know that a lot of the things I was doing really brought me joy. So I made a decision. 50 to 75, I'm going to be the best years of my life. I'm going to start saying yes to things. I'm going to start pursuing things that I find interesting. So again, I talk about it once in a while on this show and on other things I've been interviewed on. A year ago, I got invited to go to an open mic night. And if you've heard the story before, I, for, I apologize for being repetitive, but uh, some of you won't have heard this story before. So a friend of mine is a professional speaker like I am. Uh, I don't know him very well, but he lives in New York, and I was going to be in New York. And I said, hey, I'd like to hang out with you. And he said he's also a professional comedian, and he said, oh, come to open mic night with me. And I looked at him, and my response was, I would love to watch you work on new material. Because while I'd never been to an open mic night, I've studied comics. I know that even like Jerry Seinfeld and Kevin Hart, they still go to open mic nights, and they still they try to craft the words so they can make it just that much better. And I thought that would be so interesting to watch a bunch of comedians working on new stuff. And Drew looked at me and said, that's not what I'm inviting you to do. I'm inviting you to create a five-minute set and come to open mic night and get up on stage. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And he goes, I thought you said you wanted to do that when you were a kid. And I said, that ship had sailed. And I decided, what the heck. And when I was in New York a year ago, I went to open mic night. I did a five-minute set. It was, uh, it was okay. I mean, people laughed. It wasn't great. Jerry Seinfeld was not worried about job security because Tom Singer was standing up doing a, a five-minute set at a comedy club in Greenwich Village. However, I had fun. I had a lot of fun, and then I did it again. I went to another one in Austin, and I decided, I just made a commitment to myself a year ago, I was going to do 100 open mic nights because I was confident I was going to learn something. And we could do a whole other podcast on what I've learned from doing stand-up comedy and what I've learned from hanging out with some of these young comics, uh, some of them who have a lot of talent and are going to probably go places and do it professionally. But here's the other thing. It brings me joy. I have fun. I like doing it. So you know what my wife has said? Awesome. Every Tuesday night, I'm just going to expect that you're out at open mic night. And so every Tuesday when I'm home, because I travel a lot, I go to open mic night. And if I'm in another city, I find an open mic night there. But I like doing it. It brings me joy. So when I ask myself, what brings me joy? My career now, being a speaker brings me joy. Recording this podcast brings me joy. Doing comedy brings me joy. Hanging out with my wife and kids brings me joy. I have to know what I want because otherwise I could just get sucked up into that ladder against the wrong wall. So ask yourself that question. Now, as you look at all the projects that you could choose from to put your attention on, the third question is, how will this impact my business? And if you want to look at this from the personal side, just how will this impact my life? So look at the things on your list and ask yourself, you know, one of your curious questions is, how is this going to impact my life? And like in doing these videos, I know that if I do them well, I know that it's going to give me more attention, which is going to lead to me being on more shortlists, being considered to be the keynote speaker or the master of ceremonies. And if that happens, if I get on more shortlists, if more people refer me, some of those are going to become deals. So I know that if I work on this marketing stuff, that it's going to impact my business in a positive way. Same thing when I look at the stand-up comedy. You know, how is it going to impact my business? Well, I didn't know when I got into this a year ago that it would affect my abilities as a speaker, now, I'm not telling jokes. I'm not doing bits when I'm doing my comp, when I'm doing my, uh, my keynote speaking. 
and I'm not doing bits when I'm doing the podcast, but my timing is better. People have told me in audiences and some people who listen to the show, they said, God, you're getting better at this. You're, you're, you're clearer. You're more playful is a word that has come up a lot of times. So I know how these things I'm doing will impact my business, or at least I'm taking my best guess because these are just the curious questions. They're not the answers. They're the questions. So that's number three is how can this impact my business? Number four, how will this impact others? And when you start looking at this, you have to understand that. So I'll use the comedy as an example again. It means that I'm out an extra night a week when I have a big travel schedule. So I have to make sure that my wife and my daughter, who still lives at home, are on board with it and they're cool with it. Uh, my daughter and I have a tradition that goes back three years now uh, since she's been in high school, and that is every Thursday or Friday in the morning, she and I go to Starbucks together before she goes to school. It used to be a day she didn't have to ride the bus. I would drive her to school. We'd go to Starbucks. We'd spend about an hour. We'd talk about her life, uh, and then I'd take her to school. Well, now she has her own car, and so we go separately, but I still go to the Starbucks by her school. We spend time together, and that is sort of the little trade-off that we make around all of my travel because I'm not home every single night. But when I look at trying to do 100 open mic nights, at least half of those are going to happen here in Austin, which means that I have to think about how does this impact other people, which means that on Wednesday night, I typically make dinner if I'm home because I want to have a positive impact with my wife because she's taking care of the kids. She's taking care of dinner on Tuesday. I'm making sure that since I know that has an impact, I'm making it up somewhere else. So those are the first five questions that I ask myself every day. It's what really matters? What brings me joy? I'm sorry, that's the first four questions. <laughs> uh, the fourth one being, a third one being, how will this impact my business? And the next one is, how will it impact others? So at this point, though, before I give you the last six questions that I ask every day, I got to thank the other sponsor of this episode. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. Hey, I know some of you want to start a podcast, and Podfly, they're going to set you up with all the equipment, the training, and the guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. They do all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. If you want to start that podcast today, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of the show. And I'll just tell you, they are a fabulous vendor to work with. So give them a call. So back to the list of questions I try to ask every day. Number five, number five is if I have success with this project, how will it make me feel? Because I spent a lot of time having success and it didn't make me feel joyous. I had my ladder against the wrong wall. So make sure that your ladder's against the wrong wall and you know that the success that you achieve is going to make you feel great because there's nothing worse than on the outside, everybody thinking, wow, look at her, look at him. They are kicking it. And inside you're just like, nah. You know, I, I did okay. It doesn't do anything for me. I don't want to live that way anymore. So ask yourself before you go deep into a project, if I kick butt with this, how am I going to feel about it? Is this what I want to be doing? Question number six, what did I learn today? Now, my daughter went to a high school and they had a, a special class and they had questions. And I don't have those in front of me, but one of the questions every day they had asked themselves at the end of class is, what did I learn today? And that's important, and I've implemented that into my life because every day I'm trying to learn something new. I'm trying to, you know, learn about doing video now, and so I'm very focused on that. I'm trying to learn comedy. I'm very focused on that. 
but I could learn something about politics. I could learn something about the world. I could learn something about how someone else feels. But ask yourself every day, what did I learn today? Uh, another good question, number seven, what actions did I take today? Now, I'll tell you, this question to me has been really important. I try to ask this question like halfway through the day. I, I'm recording this podcast at like one o'clock in the afternoon. And this is around the time where I really focus on that question of what action have I taken today? Because I don't know about you, but it's so common that I can go through the whole day reading emails, sending emails, putting out fires, doing things, thinking, contemplating the future. At the end of the day, I didn't really do anything. We waste a lot of time. We live in a society where we can be so easily distracted by things that are just busy work that I think we have to say is, where am I taking the actions? Did I actually take action? Did I move that ball down the field? So that's question number seven. Question number eight goes along with the lines of, what did I learn today? Question number eight is, what will I do tomorrow? At the end of the day, I always try to ask myself, what do I have to do tomorrow? And I sort of make out that list because, again, if I have a plan, plans are a big part of what I talk about in the paradox of potential. If you want to go farther across that gap, pursuing performance, you have to have a plan because if you don't know what success looks like, you'll never get there. So every day I try to ask myself, what will I do tomorrow? Question number nine, who should I meet? You know, it's really important, it's really important that we have the right network of people. We can't do any of this alone. The more people we engage with, that we interact with, the more people who want to create a win-win relationship, that's where the real magic happens. And if we aren't always trying to get in front of people, we're not going to be able to find new opportunities. Now, it's great that you send a lot of LinkedIn requests to people, but a like, a link, a share, or a follow, it doesn't really mean anything if you don't meet the people, if you don't really get to know them, because people still, even in 2019, people want to do business with people they know, they like, and they trust. And just because we have a LinkedIn connection doesn't mean I know you, doesn't mean I like you, doesn't mean I trust you. So we have to get to some of that face-to-face -face meetings. But just meeting people, there's seven or eight billion people on the planet, it's meeting the right people. And you can't leave it up to chance. So the other day I was flying to give a speech and I was on an airplane and I sat down next to this guy and by luck, I sat next to somebody who was a sales manager. We had a great conversation and he emailed me two days later and he said, are you free on this date? We're having a meeting in Florida. I want you to be the speaker at the meeting and we're still in the process of trying to hash it out. They haven't actually figured out the date of the meeting, but that was a serendipitous meeting and those are awesome. I love it when I cross paths with somebody and I can help them or they can help me or we can do business together or heck, we just become great friends. I think that's awesome. However, sometimes we have to be strategic. Who do you want to meet? Now, sometimes you don't know the exact person, but you know you want to meet some people who are doing it. You know, I would like to meet more people in Austin who are, you know, sticking their foot in the world of comedy. I'd love to get a group together where we could, you know, workshop some stuff together, but I haven't met those people yet. That's okay. I'm looking for them. I, I have that on my list that that's some of the people I want to meet. I want to meet more podcasters. I love it when I'm on another podcaster's podcast or I have them on mine because I just like having that connection. Um, I, I want to meet more people who are meeting planners because that's who hires me for my speaking career and that's where I make my money. So I want to meet more people who are in that. I also want to meet more CEOs. I want to meet people who have 300 or more employees because I find it fascinating being a solopreneur. I'm not looking to build that type of business. 
but I say it all the time, success leaves clues. I want to get around people who have scaled their businesses to big numbers because I can learn things. Even though it doesn't directly impact my career as a speaker, I get inspired by people who've taken things to that level of 300, 400, 1,000 or more employees. So those are the types of people I want to meet. Sometimes I identify specific people. Sometimes it's just types. But then I'm able, if they cross my path, to say, ooh, that's somebody I need to get to know. So question number nine is, who should you meet? And question number 10, who can you help? I think sometimes we get so caught up in our careers and we're so busy and so many of us feel that we're behind the eight ball. I, I always make the joke that the name of my company should be Sisyphus because I wake up in the morning and the rock is at the bottom of the hill and all day long I push the rock up to the top of the hill and then I wake up in the morning and the rock is at the bottom of the hill. And I know a lot of people feel that way. They just feel overwhelmed. And when I ask, who, who have you helped lately? They look at me like with doe eyes, like, please don't put something else on my plate. I don't have time for that. I speak a lot about the importance of being a mentor. I think once you've reached a certain level in your career, you know, you have to send that elevator back down, as, as someone once said. You have to be going out of your way to be able to stick, stick your hand out and give somebody that boost to help them get up the ladder. And I talk a lot about the, the two people who have become like, I call them my fake sons. They're two guys who I mentor. I love the fact that they think I have been a helpful influence. I learn as much from them as they learn from me. But if I wasn't willing to help them all along, then I would miss out on so much. I mean, they become two of my really close friends. And if I wasn't willing to help with no reward, they, they don't pay me. Uh, you know, I'm not coaching them. I'm, I'm their mentor. I'm, I'm like their, their advisor for life now. But I, for me, it's exciting that I get to help somebody. And so I'm always talking to people my age, especially people who are in their late 40s and early 50s, who are you mentoring? Because I think that is so important. But you don't have to wait till you're older to be a mentor. You know, if you're 30, there's somebody in college who could use the guidance of the last, you know, 10 years that you've experienced. So wherever you are, there's always somebody coming up behind. You know, you've got to build that bridge so that their path is easier. Now, if you ask yourself those 10 questions every single day, you're going to be able to navigate this path towards, your own, towards achieving your own potential. But so often, we just do. We don't think, we don't plan, and we don't get curious. As I said at the beginning, I call these my curious questions because I think it's really important to be curious. Curiosity opens up so many doors. I started this whole episode by saying, so just how much this podcast has done for me. Well, when I'm on the podcast, I'm asking questions of people. When I have guests, it's a curiosity mechanism where I get to ask people, how were you successful? And then they come and they tell me and they give me a nugget, an idea, a theory, a concept. And that some of those stick and they help me move my own business. So get curious constantly. Figure out your own 10 questions or, or steal my 10 questions. But ask yourself these questions every day. I think curious questions are a great way to move yourself forward. All right. So that's what I have for you today. That's going to be all for cool things entrepreneurs do. Thank you so much for tuning in. I say it every time. If it wasn't for the audience, poof, we wouldn't have a show. So this is really all about y'all. So I'm curious who you are. Did you make it to this point of the show? Why not go onto Twitter and ping me at at cool podcast or at Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R. Uh, send me an email, tom at tomsinger.com. Uh, or go on to uh, uh, iTunes and leave a review and let me know who you are that way. That's always a cool way to let me know. But seriously, I'm curious. Who's listening? 
it was stuck out this long into an episode I said was going to be shorter, and now it's not. Uh, that's kind of the common line. I think for all podcasters, we all say, oh, this is going to be a short episode, and poof, it runs long. But I hope that this has had some sort of an impact. I hope there was a little aha moment for you along the way in this episode. I hope there's a little aha moment for you along the way in every single episode. So plan to come back. We'll be back in a, two days. We're going to have an awesome interview. you got to tune in and hear the next interview. We also have an archive. You can go back and listen to 450 episodes. So uh, let me know which one's your favorite while you're at it. All right, that's all I got. Go out there and try something new. Shake up your life a little bit. If you want new results, you got to try new things. Go buy a t-shirt at trynewthings.shop. That'll remind you every time you wear the shirt. You'll be like, what have I tried today? And by the way, when you wear the shirt, that's what people say to you in the airport is, what new things have you tried? Fortunately, I have a long list and it's growing. Hey, come on back and listen to the show again. Thanks for being part of it. Go on out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.